Radio Zeitgeist in the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast. James Gunsler, Tom Friedley. No more Russian dressing for you. Whoever is behind Joe Biden has done all they can to derail American life, and the feckless leadership of Euroland has also seemed avid to trash its future. There is a welling movement in America, at least, to resist all that, to sweep these degenerates out of power. Say what you will about Russia's cleanup in IL-4 operation in Ukraine. It sure changed the subject from the murderous COVID-19 madness cooked up by political therapists who have all the answers for our salvation to the hard realities of power politics. And at just the right time, too, as ever more hard data leaks through the bastions of captured corporate media to morally indict the criminal public health establishment in their elected enablers throughout Western civilization. In other words, the whole COVID story was falling apart. Though the CDC and the FDA were hiding and fudging all their numbers as best they could, the insurance actuaries and the humble morticians had no such inhibitions about reporting an upsurge in strain deaths. Whistles were blowing over the botched Pfizer approval trials. The world was beginning to grok how dishonest, deadly, and sinister the whole COVID caper really was, from the engineered and patented origins of the disease to the lethal mechanisms of the vaccines, in quotes, when it became necessary to divert the world's attention. Plus the oaf, Justin Trudeau, badly tipped his hand on the West tilt into tyranny, and now American truckers were revving up their convoys. Someone please do something. Get Russia back in the center ring. And so, the floundering establishment activated the still potent workings of mass formation to fire up what looked like Act One of World War III. Forgive me for saying what I will about Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Jim writes. The U.S. authorities wanted it. They set it up nakedly by replaying the Cuban Missile Crisis in reverse, and they refused to negotiate in good faith as to their using Ukraine as a forward base for NATO on Russia's border. The Russians couldn't have been plainer about their intentions. They've been telling the U.S. to keep Ukraine neutral for over a decade to not outfit the place for military shenanigans. What part of that did America not understand? Every part, apparently, on purpose, Jim writes. It raises the question, of course, as to whether we actually have an interest in that faraway land. I think the answer is, not hardly, except as a utensil of control and antagonism against Russia. As to the people of Ukraine, let's be honest. We put them in harm's way, and then we cried crocodile tears over them, most mockishly in the increasingly bizarre ritual we call the State of the Union message. All those yellow and blue lapel pins and fashion accessories. What pathetic pretense. Who in the U.S. government from our founding in 1789 to 1991, while Ukraine was part of Russia in one way or another, gave a passing thought to Ukraine? Answer, nobody. And then, after the crack-up of the USSR, Ukraine was in play, culminating in the 2014 CIA-sponsored color revolution that ousted then-President Viktor Yanukovych, who was inclined to join Russia's Eurasian Customs Union of Trade Relations rather than the U.S. wished for NATO or EU. And ever since then, it has been one American intrigue after another, including a brisk trade in grift and bribery by the Biden family, the Clinton syndicate, the next-gens of Kerry's, and other entitled elites from over here selling their influence. And now the economic sanctions on Russia, which are sure to blow back on the countries issuing them. Europe has to pretend that it doesn't need Russian oil and gas, that it doesn't need cheap uranium to run their nuke power plants, that they don't need the Bakunur Cosmodrome to launch their satellites, and so on. 
More likely, these moves will accelerate the collapse of Western Civ's banking system, stock and bond markets, and erode the U.S. dollar's role as a global reserve currency, a long-standing, exorbitant privilege for getting stuff from all over the world in exchange for promises to pay some Tuesday in the distant future. The reader may ask, why does this blog appear to take Russia's side in the current conflict against the U.S. and our supposed allies, Jim asks? Answer, why would you trust a government ours in its captive news media after years of their blatant lying and tyrannical overreach? These parties appear to be at war against their own people, that is, against us, certainly more than Russia is, especially in the historic moment when all our mendacious narratives are being exposed as false? Russian collusion? Indictments underway and more to follow? COVID-19? A make-a-crime of mass homicide spawned by a matrix of pharmaceutical racketeers, corrupt government officials, and accomplice news organizations? Stolen elections? Don't, for God's sake, Jim writes, even try looking at the slime trail of evidence. I won't bother listing the many transgressions of wokery against our culture and history. And all of a sudden, it appears a lot of American citizens have had enough of being fucked around. I'm with them. Tom is too, he adds here. Jim continues, now consider this. What if it turns out that Russia can complete its cleanup in aisle four operation relatively quickly with a minimized loss of life and damage to the everyday infrastructure of Ukraine and arrange things there afterward so that Ukraine is not a menace to anyone, either Russia or the West? I sincerely believe this is their intention, just as I sincerely believe that their leadership is actually sane and ours appears not to be. Perhaps Russia will even offer Ukraine or its rearranged regions, assistance in recovering from the foolishness it played along with to its own sorrow? What if Russia actually has no intention of starting World War III? Will we keep trying to start it anyway? Whoever's behind Joe Biden has done all they can to derail American life, and the feckless leadership of Euroland has also seemed avid to trash its future. There is a welling movement, in America at least, to resist all that, to sweep these degenerates out of power and make a concerted course correction in the direction of sanity, rectitude, liberty, and generosity of spirit toward each other. An awful lot of trouble has already been set in motion by the idiots running things. There is a difficult slog ahead. Is your head screwed on? Where will you stand, Jim asks. Tom Friedley, Radio Zeitgeist. Will you stand up or will you freeze? That savage woman make you Inside, outside, in 